Du lyssnar till en livepodd från Ingenjörsdagen den 21 september i Malmö. Detta avsnitt heter Designing Diversity och är på engelska. I denna livepodd diskuterar vi fördelarna med mångfald i organisationen och hur man skapar en fungerande sådan. Vilka utmaningar ställs på medarbetare och ledare? Hur kommer jag igång? Med i podden är Irina Bellenkaja, Manager People Attraction and Development Axis. Soso Hassan, Founder and CEO NAS Consulting och Elin Blom, konsultchef Unicus Malmö. My name is Irina and I work at Access Communication as People Attraction and Development Manager. And that means that it's a small team running employer branding, recruitment and learning and development. All those amazing topics that are connected to, I don't know, to happiness and to development and to growth. And I think diversity is strongly linked to all of this. I recently saw a conversation in the internet about the Little Mermaid. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, I was like... And for those who don't know, like they are doing a new Disney movie with a black girl uh, as a mermaid. It provokes so many people. And I'm like, why? Mm. I remember when I was a child and I was like a little girl, I was looking for strong female characters. Uh, and I was watching Lord of the Ring and thinking, oh, those three hobbits probably are females uh, going on a quest. Because I missed having the representation of certain characters. And I think that's me speaking about women. And they might be more on the people of color side or any other specific situation that we all have. So I link strongly myself to the topic and I'm very happy that I have a possibility to positively influence that in my job. And that's how I think I I work with it. Yeah. My name is Zosa Hassan. Uh, I am an engineer. I uh, run a company today, which I founded two years ago. What I do at my company is that we solve one of the biggest challenges the technology companies in Sweden facing today, which is to find competence. So basically what we do is we find, match and recruit engineers living in Sweden with an international and multicultural background. And uh, the topic diversity is... um, I feel very attached to this topic for many reasons. Uh, Me and my family, uh, we were refugees for a couple of years, uh, four years. And before before I turned the age of uh, 10, I lived in uh, five different countries. Mm -hmm. Uh, I speak five different languages, which is uh, sometimes can be very difficult to handle in my (laughs) head. (laughs) And... um, Also, when I was a kid, I lost my vision for a couple of years. So having this background and working with this, uh, with, with, yeah, basically I work with this uh, diversity question uh, full time. So that's why it's so important for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Thanks. What about you? Yeah, personally, I have a background within a neurodivergent family. I will address that later on, but... The complicity of people and collaboration and making things work for everyone's needs has been a very close subject to my uh, to my heart always. Um, I'm not an engineer. I studied behavioral science, and with Unicus, my role is to 
also find and recruit and uh, onboard people within many different areas in the um, technology business. But what's unique with Unigus is we only hire people with Asperger's or uh, diagnosed within the autism spectrum. That means almost everyone that we employ have no or very little uh, working experience, but they have extremely great abilities within these roles and they have so much to contribute with yeah. uh, in uh, working life and in also like in a innovation wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drifting off a bit, but that's my uh, that's my relationship to this and about neurodivergency, um, being neurodivergent myself and also growing up with that, those perspectives. Um, it really gives you a, a lot of experiences on how different we interpret and manage and experience mm. the world. Yeah. Right. And I think that's amazing. It's also like not a lot of representation. We speak a lot about cultural background. We speak gender. We speak uh, many things. And uh, it's not very often that I hear about neurodivergency and representation in that area. So it's great to have you today with us. Thank you. And I mean, numbers, you mentioned how many uh, vacancies or how many people we need in... I mean, we're at this engineering fair today. Right. The, The need for competence and the need for people's workforce is so big by this topic and by designing for all kinds of diversity, we could also like include more people and also make their... Um, Use yeah. them. Yes. And that's yeah. and that's win-win, right? Because yeah. they will have jobs, they will experience life fully mm-hmm. and companies will benefit mm-hmm. from this. Mm-hmm. Speaking about that, may I turn the discussion a little bit? Do it. We have Absolutely. a session called Designing Diversity and when I saw it, and then I also saw that it's three of us sitting here like Without knowing your uh, pronouns, I would assume that we are three girls sitting and speaking about designing diversity. Why it's not business-related topic? Why it's not how we make companies successful, earn more money? How do we attract more candidates and uh, close the competence gap? We are speaking about diversity sometimes without linking it directly to the business context. And that, I think, doesn't work for people who maybe have not experienced being in the minority group. Do you know like any numbers or do you have any thoughts about how it influences the business success if we go more diverse in our uh, headcount uh, resources? I don't I, know the I numbers. Have numbers. I have numbers. You have numbers. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that was a leading question. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there are a lot of numbers about that. A lot of business consultants were talking about that. Like people are 71% more replying that they're happy at work in general, like the whole population, because openness creates psychological safety. Mm. And that's what we are after, because psychological safety supports growth, innovation, and the ability of people to be themselves at work. And that's where happiness is. Uh, and it's 45% more market share for companies that support diversity. It's 48% more profit grow. So there are very like strong numbers behind that. Mm-hmm. So I wonder why not more business people sitting here? So everybody who is listening to us next time, let's invite more business, business people, people and have yes. them here. <laughs> and uh, addressing that also, I know that when this topic is addressed on a high level within an organization, when you start to uh, target these questions with numbers and growth and right whatever that's also when you really have impact and mm-hmm. when it 
it fastens the process mm-hmm. because if it's only you know one person that really is passionate about it and that person is supposed to make all the change themselves and mm-hmm. uh, that's not the fastest way i'm not surprised about those numbers because we as mm. people we come with our biases and we are we put ourselves in boxes and what happens is when we have people with different perspectives different backgrounds and so on is that we broaden our vision and mm. we can see more and we can see beyond what we see today mm. and i believe that's that's so important especially when come like when in, in developing the technology and with this technical shift that we have today we can just have homogeneous groups developing tomorrow's technology and services because basically we are excluding a lot of people and uh, so what what the technology uh, sector needs is more perspective uh, and i believe diversity is all about perspective and that's also what we see i mean when we our consultants work at assignments with our customers i know we have a few of them here they are working like in their offices in their teams together with their staff right and what we see is that when we place one of our consultants in one of those teams the culture the awareness of of these questions arise very fast but we also see what they can contribute with i don't know about whoever listens to us i don't know what their relationship to Asperger's or autism is but one of the great strengths that comes with mm. that diagnosis is the ability to think outside the box because there is no box for many of mm. of these people and also a, a really great ability of being honest and concise in the way they express themselves and and these abilities are so um, valuable for innovation it also affecting the climate like how are we talking to each other what questions are we asking uh, how are we performing different kinds of development in this team i mean it's, it grows everyone to include someone that is not like you isn't it about um, norms like what is a norm and my life experience shows that there is no norm the more open communication in the world is the less norm you observe because norm is an artificial con- concept mm-hmm. i think and when i lived in my home country i moved to sweden four years ago um i didn't experience the norm but as soon as i was out from my norm i understood that wait a minute how come like i was born and raised and this is really something that i believe is a norm but it's not mm-hmm. and then here where clashes are and i think like when we share our perspectives as you said so so how it is for different groups how it is for different people that we are there we are talking openly it's not that easy to say that i'm on the neurodivergent specter how was it for you like to to work with it internally personally i i don't know like any storytelling would be nice yeah what do you think? i mean i mean i uh, I'm, i'm on that journey myself but i mean what i see from many people is the con the inner conflict about i know i listened to you earlier Sozo, when you were talking about applying for jobs and how that process is um opened or closed right. for different people and one question we i often discuss with people is when when am i addressing that i am different mm. or when am i addressing that i have certain needs uh, to be able to perform my best and 
my experience says that the needs and wants for people with autism or uh, Asperger's or ADHD or whatever are not very different from the needs from neurotypical people. But the difference is that neurotypical people can cope for a longer time. Right. You can work in a stressful situation. You can work with unclear guidelines. You can handle a situation that is socially awkward or whatever. But many people with a diagnosis yeah. with any of these spectrums cannot. Which means that they are really good indicators mm. uh, about clarity or stressful workload or whatever. So I, I don't know if I answered your question, but when to tell someone that I have these needs, if I don't know what's going to happen this day, I won't come. Mm. That's not something you say on a job interview. No. Because you won't get the job. Yeah, and that's but a lot. If you mm. if you're as a as a company, if you're able to create this this environment as you were talking about the open and the safe environment, that means that so many more people w- would perform at their best mm. level. And that's what every company wants. Very true. What do you think, Sosa? It depends on uh, from uh, company to another company. There are companies that are very good. They build a culture, the, the culture that is mm. open and inclusive for uh, people coming from different diverse backgrounds. Then we have companies just focusing on what you have done earlier, like uh, what you have on your CV and your CV history and so on. The difference between those two companies is one company is losing a lot. Yeah. What companies need to do today is to understand like there is not just one type of people. There are people, every single one of us is have their own baggage. Baggage? Baggage, thank Background. you. <laughs> That's a mix. mixed word. I love it. Good word. Um, and... It's very important to understand like, okay, we need to build an inclusive uh, culture to begin with before we start to hire people from different backgrounds. We need to make sure that when we hire people, they are going to stay with us. Mm. And just because like (laughs) talking about, okay, uh, this podcast is called Designing Diversity. Mm. Every single design, uh, when working with design, you have a design process. Mm. (laughs) And the same thing goes with diversity. Like when you design a process for diversity, it doesn't start with hiring people from different backgrounds. It starts with Mm -hmm. something else. And that's the culture in in, uh, in In the the organization. organization. Yeah, I love the engineering input here. Like you have to design the process, right? It is a process. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think like sometimes it is difficult for people to understand the struggle of people belonging to minority groups. Like a company might be sure that there is an open and inclusive environment and then people will be still hiding something because the thing is that one thing you declare and another thing that managers have to be able to show vulnerability and to show, like, make it personal. I I was speaking about profits and market share and all that is very important, of course, uh, because we live in the world that needs money. But at the same time, until we make it personally, there is no designing of diversity because people will not see 
the issue in it. Like when I came to Sweden, I was the only person in my team not speaking Swedish. And I worked in that company. I was relocated with my job. Uh, so on the second day, I understood that I'm excluded because I hear people speaking. I perceive it that they speak behind my back just because I do not understand that. My psychological safety is very at the low level. And then I start to perceive the whole environment as hostile. Mm. So I start to hide myself more and more instead of open myself more and more. And I think it is, it is important that we have that discussion in commercial organizations, like how do we make sure that all humans are humans mm. and then the rest. So that's a challenge, I think. And I think also to, to address what you're saying here, we talk about the numbers and how important it is that this topic is addressed on a mm. high level in the company. But these questions uh, comes down to the personal relationship and the personal leadership. Right. Inclusive um, leadership. Absolutely. Inclusive exactly. leadership. I think there is no, there's no manual for this works and this doesn't. But like transferable this is mm. right this is wrong but i mean the starting point from from that kind of leadership i think needs to be curiosity and like right. you said vul vulnerability which It's is a hard really word. hard work <laughs> uh, and also to um, be open to change right. if someone is raising their hand which is a mm. big thing mm. How do you address that? What? How do you make that person feel when they share something with you? And what do you do afterwards? Mm -hmm. Do you mm -hmm. change? Do you set different kind of routines around that person, or do you? Are you open to change yourself mm -hmm. to include someone else? Mm. Uh, so that's what I think really comes down to the relationships and. Where do you find those leaders? Mm. I mean, how do you educate them? That's also a really important question mm. for companies. Like, mm. do we have empathetic, curious, mm. open and vulnerable <laughs> leaders uh, that leaders. earn money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or do we have? Yeah. yeah, and we have, and we have such, uh, and it's not a lot because the whole, the whole world culture. If you would look back. It's just starting to open up and sometimes we feel that the world is more radicalized, but at the same time, it has never been better. Mm. Like it has never, it, there is a positive trend yeah. and we have to hold it and we have to talk about that. And I think, and I think that's the challenge as well. Like, for example, when I moved to Malmö and I live in Malmö, Uh, and I, I'm coming from Moscow. This is a very, Moscow, Russia, this is a very kind of white, it's the same, like the people are very much the same. It's homogeneous as it goes. And then I moved to Malmo and it's, it's as international as it goes. And I struggled. And I struggled because I was like, wow, I feel that this culture that is here is so foreign to me. I do not understand that. And I worked with myself and I said, wait, you want people to accept the way you are, you as you are, and you struggle now with the cultural representation that is here. Mm? What does it say to me? I have to work with myself. And I think in this case, it's very important to find friends or to find connections from people in those cultures or with those minority groups that you struggle with and say, in general, I do not understand trans people. They are so strange. They, I, I do not understand how, how, how they exist. What do they want? Find a friend, make a connection, learn, go on TikTok, go on Instagram, 
connect to some um, influencers, learn about the subculture, get to know. Uh, and then in one day you would understand that you are totally fine with it. Yeah. And then I loved a lot, like one quote from Twitter today. It was like, I saw that they filmed the black girl in The Mermaid and I thought, fine. And I went on with my life. <laughs> yeah. That is another thing you can do. Just be yeah. kind to people around you. It's not easy. Mm. It is like that, like having people coming from different backgrounds, it, it will be a clash because mm. it, it's something that you are not used to with. And that's why I believe we need leaders that are comfortable in being uncomfortable yeah. to begin with. Everything, like when it is something new, it, it's going to hurt a little bit. It's like going to the gym, for instance. Like you go to the gym and you just stand there, you do nothing your muscles will not grow you will not be stronger and the same thing goes with diversity like is going to the gym a lot of companies just go to the gym and they don't do anything they don't exercise and they think they have completed their uh, diversity and inclusion program right yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's not that easy yeah you have to do the work you have to exercise you have to you have to have pain in your muscles to mm. be able to get stronger. That's a nice motivational speech yeah. <laughs> to go to the gym. No, but it's like totally it connected. It's a nice uh, metaphor. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to the having a gym card, not exercising yes. metaphor. Yeah. And that's what yeah. companies do when they say, we want diversity <laughs> and inclusion, but we want... Yeah. And they put a lot yeah. of money on that uh, gym membership, <laughs> which yeah. they yeah. don't use because they don't, they don't have a plan. Again, like going to the gym, mm. you have to know what you are going to do. You have to set up a goal. Mm. And that's the same thing goes with diversity. So yeah. what is your goal to start with? What do you want to achieve? Mm. Start with that. Mm. But then I think it's also difficult to set a goal because on diversity, like, because then you limit yourself a little yeah. bit with a certain group mm. and then we exclude another group that maybe not that <laughs> visible. I have e mm. never heard yes. companies speaking about the group mm. no. you are speaking about, very Ellen. Good. No, and I think that's very important. So I agree with what you say, Soso, but I think it's also a lot about the culture itself mm. where people are not punished for saying wait a minute, I'm not in agreement with that. You know, my manager, I think you're wrong. Or, you know what, I don't know. Or, you know what, I need my time to digest the situation because otherwise I would react too strong for you. I think, yeah. though, like, talking about neurodiversity as we do now, I don't think a lot of companies or people have done that very much before, but it, mm -hmm. it's happening and we're doing it now. When I present Unicus within these large companies and I present our consultants and what they know, their abilities and their strengths. And mm. I present, these are the characteristics that is common with an Asperger diagnosis or an autism diagnosis on the autism spectrum. I mean, the high intelligence or normal or high intelligence and the analytical ability, the persistence, the appreciating routines and mm. can perform really good with repeating. Repe repe <gasps> That's amazing people. Yeah. But also, I mean, when I talk to these companies, their response is, okay, we, I know people within our organization that have all of these uh, qualities and abilities. You don't have to have a diagnosis to have these abilities, but the personal traits and your strengths and abilities, I mean, 
we're here with a, a lot of engineers. And I mean, it's, it's not more than that. It's about abilities and strengths. And mm. those abilities and strengths mm. sometimes backlashes into challenges. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And if you mirror them, mm. being very focused on details, mm. that could be a challenge. I mean, to turn the perspectives around, we all, we all have strong sides and things we can do better. Things we can do better or won't be able to do better. Or won't be able. That's a and good if, one. And mm. we, if we can create a, a working environment that is based on the strengths that we have, everyone. Uh, you were talking about the forms, mm. applying with the form. That's how mm. we hire people. Do you know this or this programming language? Do you have this or this? skill whatever if we can create working environments by uh, enhancing people's strengths asking the question what do you need to perform that will include more people and we will also have you know bang for the buck when yeah. hiring people yeah and, and, and you were talking i was thinking about one other thing to put on the table for example i love uh, games so i'm a bit of a gamer But I will never play a game, at least right now in my awareness kind of mental state, I will never play a game if there is no female poss possibility to create a woman character mm -hmm. and kind of to have a decent presentation visually. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the more women are in the gaming industry, the more kind of it will work for me as a gamer. Mm -hmm. So there is very kind of, we have to find those personal things that connect us to diversity topic. Yeah. But we have just two minutes left. Zozo, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, would you like to add something uh, from your side? What would you recommend organizations that would like to have diversity? Open up a new perspective and you will be surprised what you will find out of that. Uh, I mean, as I said, we just, as people, we just have our perspective, but together, we see things from a total new uh, view. And that's the beautiful thing with diversity. If it was um, like diversity that you can see or invisible diversity. <laughs> When you know five languages, it's difficult, right? So no worries. I, I think I'm also tired. I have been speaking at the panel. <laughs> And thank you for doing this. Thank all, you so much. All the important much. topics. Yeah. This has been amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I think I'm like eager not to not to stop because we still have two minutes to go. Yeah, I oh, think. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's discuss something. If you like, could, um, give one good advice to companies. What would yeah. it be from your perspective? Mm, that's a very good one. I would say we have to create things that are consistent in all the processes that affect people in the organization from the employer branding. It means from the trademark, how people perceive company from the outside, what kind of photos you are using when you are making an advert, mm -hmm. uh, and then interviewing process, what kind of questions you put, are you too personal or not too personal, how open it is. So that's it. And continue like this till the um, till the alumni party yeah. when we want together again and to uh, to finish this just be open and curious and you will learn so mm. much new from yeah. from addressing this yeah good great i guess that's it thank, thank you. you thank you so much tack för att du har lyssnat Gå in på ingenjörsdagen.se för att läsa mer om initiativet eller för att anmäla dig själv eller ditt företag till kommande träffar. Ingenjörsdagen är en del av Linty Group.